live from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to the unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D-I-A-Z, a.k.a. El Modifoca. And I am 60th letter, P. That's right, folks, and welcome to episode number 66. 66. There's so many sesses, All that to just say sexy. That's it. 66. That's some like you can see. I guess like that. That's why they say that the devil was six 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 because it sounds like a snake, 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 snake. Literally. Speaking, of, you want to hear a good snake joke? Because yeah. uh, what's the get? Huh? I just gave away the punchline. <laughs> you're supposed to. You're supposed to ask what's the gayest animal. You say the snake. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> well, this is episode sixty six. I don't know who asked for this many episodes, but guess what? They're here. That's right. They're here. Episode 66. Well, we had so much fun with our sister, Rachel Aloka, that... We laughed. We cried. It was a monumental episode. I mean... I mean, it was the first woman on our show. It was a pretty big deal. And that's the reason why we need to... Spilled off and we literally have another episode to give you. There's a part two to uh, the momentous occasion of having Rachel Aloka here on uh, Men on Pause podcast. Without further ado, here we go. Here's part two. So it does feel good when I close at least this eye. So okay, I'm going to close one Because your son almost, okay. He didn't well, almost. No, yeah. it, it penetrated. He oh, stuck Jesus. a plastic straw instead of in the yogurt in my eyeball. <laughs> and those little things are sharp on one side so they can stab the little tip piece yeah, yeah, where they yeah. come out of the, the plastic. That's, Dave, that's a No lie. Look, I'm missing a piece of eye. There was a chunk <laughs> of flesh <laughs> from my eyeball that was extracted like, and I saw it on the straw. That's not like a cute birthmark on my eye. That's a piece of it. That's- <laughs> All right. Focus. Focus. So here we are. You are our unpaused person of the week. Our first... Our first uh, guest that is a woman. No, you know, I, my personal friend, Rachel Laloka. That's, That's right. what I want to say. I love you guys so much. And I'm so here. glad that you're in my life, P. And P, I know you, there's so much history with you and Jerry. I love this bromance. And then when I finally get to meet you, it all made sense. I have something to say. This is, I, I hope Jerry takes this off the air because we're not supposed to record. I mean, you made me cry earlier. <laughs> and it's like, I don't cry like on the air like that. It wasn't on the air. Thank God it was a personal thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to get into it. But like, when I met you, 
Like I was sitting there after one of your shows and it was like I hadn't gone out in a while. It was it wasn't pre-COVID. It was regular time. I don't go out. And you came up to me and you're like, you're Pete. And that's like for people that don't understand that, let me just put it in layman's terms. If that's like Michael Jackson coming up to you or like Michael Jordan coming up to you and like, hey, how you doing? Like, <laughs> my God, like she's fucking somebody. Like she knows who I am. And that's just what I wanted to say. It's like the MOP is a movement. And it's like in that small way, like I don't talk about my personal shit on the show like that. So it's like, <laughs> that's like, you know what I mean? The way you made me feel was like, oh my God, like, is this how it feels when people fucking know who you are? And oh my God, she knows who I am. Do you have any idea who, like, I know who she is. Like I've seen her in like and, pictures. And, and the wild thing like, about like, that day that y'all met too, the fact is that that's the first time P came to a show. That's the first time wow. he had ever seen me perform. Wow. So what did you think? Not to ask you the question, mm-hmm. but did you see Jerry in a different light after coming to that show? Do you know what's really weird? This is off the air right now. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's Why? Why? No, it's not. No, it's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no I'm saying that, that, that when, I, when I go and I watch Jerry, you, you got to understand it's different. I grew up with Jerry. So a lot of shit that Jerry does for me, it's within my... Jerry's a very close personal, like, he's like a brother to me. So it's like what he's always done. It's like, ah, Jerry, you know what I mean? When Jerry will do something where people will be like, oh, I'm like, motherfucker, that's what happened when we got arrested. Like, this ain't <laughs> funny, Jerry. This is fucking, you know what I mean? I've lived so much for him that for me, like, the table he's already set for himself, the bar that he's already set for himself is so high that it's like, motherfucker, you better take me to the moon and back. And like, like not only to the moon, like you better maybe come back with a fucking pina colada. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, with no rum because I, I virgin. I don't I don't like rum in my drinks. I just like a straight. I, I like liquor straight. Sorry, oh. maybe a little ice, but just straight. But I, it's just one of those things. But then I saw you guys, and it was just the way you guys clicked, and it was just like, oh my god. And it's just a rhythm and it's like not only the fact that you could tell you guys were cool with each other and it's like it's a family love but it was just like watching professionals work and it was like at that time it, I was just podcasting with Jerry and I'm sitting back like okay I'm like that I'm like his side piece that he be taking you know what I'm saying like when he goes places I got to be you know what I'm saying I could say that you know what I mean but it's like I get to see these professionals at work and it was a thing where like, oh my Lord, it, Jesus, this is what it takes. Wow. It's like, it's people swear, oh, I could do that. I could crack a joke. I could do, no, you can't. It's not just about doing that. It's a lot more. And it's a craft that a lot of people don't understand and they think that one or two lines is going to get them there, but they don't understand the sacrifice and the sweat more than anything. And whatever, it's the persistence, that attitude that'll get you there. And a lot of people don't have it. It's hard to get there you know what i'm saying 10 years and shit it's a lot and to be there know it and experience and kudos to you it's it's a humbling thing having met you and it's like i'm so happy that you are part of jerry's life and that you're one of those good people that he can rely on and you're one of those pillars oh you know what i'm saying you know (laughs) no like and then she's one of the people i kind of i i absolutely man and there are times like people don't they don't they'll never understand but let me tell you something like there have been moments where that's that those are the people that i counted on and it's something telling that in the moments where i was probably my lowest and they saw me were probably in the days that we had shows and shit so it was like comedy was saving me like i was doing therapy through the comedy 
to the yeah. point where it's like I was always so that's why I like my performances sometimes like I didn't know they would sometimes be different from what we were rehearsing or the energy would be different but it would always be I would always focus that energy into the funny shit you know what I mean into them into the, into the group regardless of like I just got a phone call and like to piss me off and Rachel be like yo just let it go you know but she they're there she's there she's been there she continues to be there so let me tell you something <laughs> Room 28, room 28 is not what it is. You know, we were cute, but it didn't take that step to grow up till you came along. We got, it was a complete total group effort. And I have to tell you, I have to thank you because especially like our live shows and shit like that, like those are, that's my head. Amazing. Those are things that came, Amazing. no, but those are things that came out of my, those are my visions. And Rachel helped me bring those visions to life so many times. And then to the point where it was, oh shit, I guess I gained confidence. We were able to put a whole show together at Musel here for like 600 people and shit like that. Oh, like god. those epic shows, we did like amazing things that we Oh did. my god. You know yes. what I mean? Like those those are just moments. So yeah, giving you your roses while you're still here. I, I can't believe everything I'm hearing. It's just so beautiful and touching. I love you motherfuckers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um Jerry, with room 28. I just, I wanted like to do this out of, I don't know about the kindness, but like the motivation that came from my heart after right. seeing you guys. I was at La Preguntador's Cafe yes, yeah, yeah. as a spectator. Yes. But when you we know? had you on the show, I knew we worked with other girls. You know, we had that other group, you know, that other girls were, it wasn't the same. So when we started, I was like, no, this is who I want. This is who needs to be with. Thank you for saying that. It was a very like clickish thing that happened the first time I performed with you guys. But when I came in, all I was focusing on was just making noise because Room 28 is something so like organically beautiful and unique. And people still like talk to us. Like we've been in the game now in this second iteration of Room 28 for seven years. Yes. Right. Yes. And in those seven years, we legit went from wherever we were to off Broadway, to the Museo del Barrio, to the New York Comedy Festival, to NBC Bring the Funny, making our TV, our national network debut together. Yeah. I'm like, you know, that is all something that happens around a, a beautiful entity on its own. So I love what you're saying and I appreciate what you're saying, but I didn't, I didn't bring room 28 anywhere. Room 28 brought room 28 to where it <laughs> we is. Were all together, we were all a part of it. It's all like, you know, and the thing is now, especially with the COVID and everything and people are talking in reverence of stuff, like a lot of people, it is beautiful to see a lot of people do hold us in high regard. A lot of people do see us as sort of a litmus test. A lot of people do feel intimidated by, like you can hear, like you can see the intimidation that we might've caused some people like only because of what like Pete was saying just our professionalism and how how tight we were we were just so in our own bubble to make it work that that's why it did work you know that we we made we created our little world and then after we were rehearsed for a month we let all these people into the thing we've been working on for for a month and then like boom okay there you go that's it there's a and we it, that's what made it so special and I appreciate you though for being one of the people that helped me bring that dream that I that I didn't know I know I wanted to perform but I didn't know what it was and to be able to say that we accomplished that on our own is beautiful and, and you really helped me get there and I know we have to get to these questions yeah. I didn't forget about the questions but like, room 28 also like brought me up you know what I'm saying? Took me to school. It injected in me that pro- that producer role and how much I love it. And it's not because I like to, you know, I, I do like to orchestrate, but it's more so because I like to see 
the individuals in their roles shine to their utmost potential to put together this collective, which then leads to a great show. So to see you as the director, like with very firm marching orders, criteria, Jamie head writing, Aunt doing the all like the video stuff. So like just to see everybody shine to their utmost potential in their respective lanes, then to make it come together like this beautiful machine, that as a producer is the most, again, fulfilling thing uh, or fulfilling part of the job. Now that you've directed too, as a director of a scene, right? That's what kind of like, you give every individual actor their tools and then to see the collaboration together, like there are certain sketches that certain actors would doubt themselves and stuff. And we were having individual stuff. And then, but then you would see though, everybody, this was thinking about this one. This is thinking about this. But then when it came time to play, all of that went out the window. It was just like a music, it's like an orchestra. Everything was like, you're like, oh my God, it's so great. It's yes, so great. the woodwind, the brass yeah. section, yeah. percussion, like we're all yeah. coming together, like a comedy symphony. There's so many elements to it. Like, the oh man, like, especially if you wrote it too, you know what I mean? Like if you wrote the sketch like oh this line hit like you're thinking about it like i gotta put it in you know yo and how how great was it that we like not only squeezed in a signature show a room 28 show for valentine's day pre-pandemic but then our risky asses went to toronto for the toronto sketch fest Fest. yeah i was gonna say that international lines as a but it was cool we were in a bubble yeah, right we were. it was just us and we we crossed international lines to, to perform yeah. for two nights that was the thing and, we and weren't we, even in a hotel where was it we had our, our airbnb like we were very dope. sick and we also like we didn't do the bar stuff with everybody else because everybody else was drinking and stuff we kind of it was cold up there in toronto but the fact that we were able to do and then they we, we were scared of coming back in because we were coming in across we drove out there so we didn't know if they were going to let us across the the border and remember when we were driving it was like released in the news that the first uh, coronavirus case was in Toronto yes. like, as we yes. were leaving. Yes. I remember we were like, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. We out. Give me my passport, please. Uh, have a good day. Whatever you oh, say on me, a good day, mate. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> good day, mate. Hey, hello, hey. Good day, mate. And their weed was trash. Yo, we was on that balcony trying hard, too. We was like... It's the driest shit. Uh, that shit Nothing! But the edibles, the edibles, the edibles and the juices, good, right? But that weed was like Betty White. So, let's Have get you that. been there before? Because no. I wouldn't think from that. Actually, maybe not I Betty mean, White, because Betty White looked like she still got some juices going, right? Betty White's... And she's yeah. funny, you yeah, know? I mean, she... But she's 99, though. She's 99. Yeah. Well, God bless you know, her. That, National treasure. All right. Very, let's get to this. We gotta so. get to, <laughs> we gotta get to the question. We're going to let you go. We've been talking yeah. about this question for 45 minutes. All right. So, Rachel, here, we don't we don't just interview people. This is a movement. The Men on Pause is a movement. We want everybody to know that they're not alone if they feel like we do. All right? And we are out here representing the Wash Squad. So, Wash Squad. Yes. So uh, we we like to start our questionnaire by asking, when was the moment you knew you were washed? What was it? A song? <laughs> Did you bend over really fast and couldn't get up again? What was the moment that you know, like, oh shit, I may be washed? Um, 
Not to say that you are washed in the sense of yeah, like. That's kind of where I'm going. Uh, there's an assumption here that I'm washed. No, no, I'm no. Not- but what I'm talking this about is. This is a question that P as a gentleman say, right, doesn't like, like to ask ladies because right. it's not an age thing. You no, know, it's, it's more not of like, that. You know, we're seasoned people. You know what I'm saying? Like, when did you know, like, oh, I may be over that hill as far as like, I'm not as hip as I thought I was. Like, maybe I'm not in with the young people anymore. Right. If, if I may be honest, if I may be honest, sure. I kind of alluded to it before. I don't even like need to be called out because my lack of knowledge of technology calls itself out. The apps, right? The you apps. know, the apps, like yeah. the social media stuff. Like I should be doing a hell of a lot more, but I just can't get with it because I don't know how. Right. And every mo- every kids- three months is a new app. Yeah. Yeah. What are these? I tried the silhouette challenge the other day. Like I tried it. I recorded myself with the red light filter, you know, and I had a really funny joke. I might be able to say what the joke was because right. I, I didn't, I didn't do like, it. I was going to do the whole sexy red light filter thing and then have a long tampon hanging down from nice. my filter. <laughs> nice. I was going to suggest somebody drop a mohong. Like, you know, when they do the thing with the butt and then just like a mohongo, like just fall in the middle of it. That's see really good too. Yeah. But I can't even get there because my shit was disastrous. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And <laughs> I wish I wish I was cool, but I just, I don't right. think we have the bones to do this or right. the mental. Right, right. So it was a recent realization, but I'm still not fully confessing that I'm washed. No, no, no. Not to say that you're washed. All right. Okay. okay. Go ahead, P. If, it's a very big if, you were single. Mm. Ready to mangle. What's your age range? Yeah, what's the youngest you would date now? And like the height. Yeah. And what's the old what's the oldest you would date? What's the range? What's your range? What's the youngest and what's the oldest? Okay, first of all, I just want to ask if this isn't like a lightning round, right? Like, can I think? No, you can think about it. Yeah, yeah, you can think about it. The youngest I would go now is 30. Ooh, okay. okay. The youngest I would go now is 30. The oldest I would go now is 35. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just oh, kidding. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I need. Wow. You know what? It doesn't matter what answer you give. That's all I'm going to add. That was like, check. <laughs> oh, the, oldest, the oldest would be on par, same age range. So like young okay. 40. Young 40. Young 40. Yes. All right. And what was the other question? Height height is very important. That's that's a new question. This is only for you, though. This is like a personal, like, part B to the question. P's asking you. That's a good question. That's a good Like eye color. (laughs) What? Stop. Stop. Just one question. Height. Height is important because I'm, I'm five, one and a half. So mm. that opens, it really opens the gates here, you know, right. like, so we could go anywhere from. Well, if he's shorter than five, you, you couldn't open any gate. That is true. I have to open everything right. and I'm not feeling that. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I would say five, seven to, I mean, sky's the limit. What? Yeah. Yeah, you five, just seven. miss Pete. You just five, nah, five. like, 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 like five, five and like three quarters. <laughs> Like, you know, with like sketches on, it's like a good five, with sketches, six. With some Durangos. Sketches, it's like five, six. Yeah. Or if you get the Tims with the little heel, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, straight leg pants make you look a little taller, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
fine. I mean, there's flexibility here. Is this in stone? No, it's no. not in stone. It's okay. not in clay. It's not in blood. It's not in anything. And eye color, wait, as long as it's not something weird, uh, it's fine. Okay. You know, as long as like not one blue, like you know, the people have one blue eye, one green eye. Ooh, that's, that's like creepy. some genetic yeah. shit. And I, I wouldn't know where to look. It'd be like camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. You know, so that'd be. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't thrive. Or like Forrest Whitaker, like be like, where is he looking? Oh, oh, okay. That's so sad. Like hammerhead shark eyes. Oh, yeah. Can't do. Yeah. Can't, can't do. do if your eye is close to your ear, I right. cannot. Not. You cannot. sneak up on him by walking directly at him. Right. <laughs> If you have a finger's length between your eyes, you know, what do they call it? The PD, the pupil distance? Yeah, the pupil no, distance. No PD under or above 64. There no you go. PD okay. above 64. Gotcha. Okay. Steve okay. Buscemi, you're out. So brown's good. Like, <laughs> like our brown eyes is good. <laughs> like, he says so cool. brown eyes is good. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Here's, a, here's another. How many times at night do you get up to pee? I don't get up, but this is why I get so many fucking UTIs. But right. I don't, I, I get up now more often, you know, because okay. I know now that I'm prone to UTIs. Right. So I will, I get up once. I don't okay. need to get up more than once. Okay. We're so but good But you did it before, but you did it before, right? This is like more recent. Recent, I could, uh, yes, one time. But before yeah. like the pregnancies, I yeah. would go Fine. two nights. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> wow. On a good weekend, I would just go two nights. She was a, she was a pee camel. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't have to wake up for anybody. But now I got to wake up for kids and shit, so I have to pee, you know? My other question to you is, uh, what is your old person ailment? Yeah, what hurts? Your back, your knee? Which is the what what gives you? Uh, Oh, God, there's a few. Hold up. Um, I'll give you one. Or do you want all of them? Um, Which was the one, the one, the one mother one? The one mother one is, like, my sinuses are getting out of fucking control. Yeah. I have sinusitis, like, once every three months, and it's getting bad. I'm like, do I need the surgery? What's going on up there? The sinuses, but also, you know, like I had an ankle problem for a long time. Like I started running and then all of a sudden that, that, and that ankle, like the fasciitis, plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. Vicks underneath, underneath the foot. Yeah. You Vicks Vapor, you need somebody to rub your, your, your thing with Vicks Vapor rub. You plant your heel. <laughs> you need Vicks Vapor rub and some tape and bandage afterwards to just solidify that. He, he thinks he's a Mohican, don't he? thinks he's he, like a Hasquatch ha- Indian. Yeah. Like a Kura. Yeah, yeah the there? rubbers, the, the people, the rubbers, so my lord, as they call them, and they, they, you know, <laughs> they'll they smack rub. you with a leaf and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind being smacked with a leaf, but I I was wondering what your opinion would be if I were to give my podiatrist vapor rub the next time I go to him. Like, hey, Dr. Farley, do you mind just rubbing some of that in? Um, yeah. Of, like, <laughs> He'd be like, I brought my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, you like some candles. You put on one of that that Japanese uh, waterfall music. You be like, she's like, she's like, I was gonna, I, I, it was gonna be eucalyptus smell, but I brought the real shit because I want to be like. I wonder what my Jewish podiatrist would say if I brought Vicks Vapor Rub for our next session. Um, yeah, so that's my ailment. My, the sinus stuff, and I know it's like my vieja ailment because my mother is suffering from it, like mm. big time. Like and she you didn't have it before, it. right? I had it, but on a very like small scale. You know, okay. once in a while I get that sinus headache where you put the thing on and you take that ibuprofen. But now it's like in chow. I'm like, what's up with my face? I don't have it right now, but it like starts to affect my face. And, you know, I'm, I don't like people, I, you know, I'm if you know me you know that i don't like 
she, Jerry knows this from beard hair yes. to any foreign substance. I don't want oh, it on my geez. face. Like I'm very, I'm not obsessed, but I have a healthy obsession with the skin on my face. Yes. Gotcha. If that makes sense. And, and I'm thing, allergic. Gotcha. Go yeah. ahead, Jerry. Yeah, no, because we had to film a scene together and like we were supposed to be kissing. So like, you know, we would just rub our faces and stuff. And yo, by the, like... Second take, her face was all red. The whole thing was red. And oh. mind you, all I had was a goatee oh. at the time. It wasn't even a beard. It was just my goatee. That was you it. You know, I didn't start shaving till I was like 29. Because <laughs> you can't grow it. In case there's any scenes like that. And still, I don't really need to sh- I shave every two weeks. <laughs> if there's any advice out there, just know that there's women like me who are half white. And we have very sensitive skin. Yes. You know, I get it from my Russian father. And just know, like, when you're making out with women and you have facial hair, just, you know, ease on down the road. You know what I'm saying? Well, my daughter, my daughter, I do that to my daughter. Like, she breaks out. Like, she gets all these little red marks. I'm like, oh, sorry. But my beard does get to be, like, it's trimmed now. But it. Well, one good thing that came out of this pandemic is that I don't have to, like, cheek to cheek kiss nobody anymore. So no more breakouts. Look at my skin. My skin looks fabulous, by the way. My skin is like. My skin looks great, too. You I have terrible skin. I think it, people were making me, people were stressing me out. There but that's, you go. A, that's, a, that's for another show. Shots fired! Shots fired! All right, more um, questions. I like this. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> more questions. All right, here we go. And this is good because you're from our time. Magazine or VHS? Oh, I thought we were talking gun talk for a sec. I'm like, no. yeah, magazine, 15 in the clip. Let's go. <laughs> that Brooklyn in you, shit. What was the other option, magazine or VHS? Yes. Yep. Oh, God, magazine, you guys. Like, nice. Magazine. Oh, nice. Magazine. Nice. Dope. I don't have, do I have to elaborate or do I just leave no, it at magazine? No, no, we can leave it at magazines. Unless you want to explain okay. why. It's up to you. It's up to you why you want to explain magazines. That'd be great. Well, I, I mean, you know, my dad was a school teacher, so he used to get all those, like, subscriptions, like, 50% off. So I started reading magazines when I was a young buff, like, highlights. Okay. Remember highlights? The magazine okay. for kids? Yeah. And then it grew to the teen era, which if you... You know, any teen girl that grew up as a teen in the late 80s, okay? All those magazines. Early 90s. Oh, teen bopper. Kirk Cameron on the front. New Kids on the Block. Like, that was my shit, yo. That was my vice. Patrick Swayze. Yo, when I... Don't get him started. Okay. The Corys. And then... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Corey Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. One of them died. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, And the other one looks like Michael Jackson. Right. They were on every fucking magazine cover, the Corys. Yes. I can't with you, P. I can't. And Kirk Cameron, where are and, they now? Yeah. And then look at my life years later. I ended up working for oh, magazine. Magazine, yes. Very That was oh. my whole life. I, I worked at Vanidades. I worked at Latina magazine. I worked at people in Espanol. I couldn't think of it for a second. Yeah, that was a big years. one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And prior to that, I was on the business to business side of magazines working for like boys magazines like food service director and nation's restaurant news and drugstore news magazines that went to ceos and executives of like rite aid and shit but yeah i it's weird how my life has always been around magazines that's pretty good pretty good all right great answer by the way Uh, good question one one piece or two piece no by the way you should see how other people interpret that question but that's that's for a whole other show yeah one piece or two piece of cake or a bikini? What are we? One piece or two piece of cake? 
Okay. Whatever you want to interpret it. Well, just because I'm on my fitness and I'm actively purchasing two pieces for the summer right now, uh, I'm going to go two piece. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, new body, new waistline. Who it is, you know? Hello. Uh, P. Uh, okay. If you were a wrestler, like if you were a dude, if you were a wrestler, would you wear like the onesie piece, like the, the leotard, or would you be a wrestler that would just rock the little briefs? Do, do I have this body or like somebody else's body? Everything's up to you. Take your fantasy with takes you. Yo, like, I want to say the little flimsy shit so like yeah. the bolas are showing, but yeah. the bolas are going to be showing regardless anyway. <laughs> so, um, I want, like, you know, Andre the Giant, I yes. used to be a huge fan of Andre the Giant. Yes. 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 <laughs> and it would always be ripped by the end of the match anyway. Yes. So, yeah. I guess I could go with the unit because you can like always side down and right. rip. And like, leave one out. You leave one, yeah, it was like cool. You leave one off if you want, or you just get the one that's so, that seems to I be the popular one. Reference. Okay, yeah. You, you can't do that with the little guy because if you try to rip the little thing, then your whole that's shit is shown. Your whole package is out. And I mean, there's not a lot of uh, sometimes those big guys don't have big packages. I want to ask the next question. Go ahead. <laughs> eyes open. Eyes open. Eyes open or eyes closed? Do you keep your eyes open? Right. Do you keep your eyes open? I said I wanted to ask that question. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's what my question is. Eyes opened or closed? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, My answer is a little bit of both. I think there are moments that you should keep your eyes open. And then there are moments to just keep your eyes closed and let your imagination try. That's a great answer. What is something? What is something from the present? that you'd like to take to the past? Like when you were younger, which, which something that you wish you had when you were younger that people have, that kids have now, or now that's in the world, that exists now that they didn't exist then? Oh my God. This is such a loaded question. It's all right. May I have a few seconds? Absolutely. Ponder? Absolutely. Can think. I get some music to help me ponder? <laughs> P, beat your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Beatbox with your stomach again. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> Um, like the easy answer, the easy answer yeah. is cell phones, technology, and shit. Sure. But that's a little. You want to think something different? Sure, sure. I like that. I like that. Um, that I wish I had back then that I could have used as a kid. Yeah, oh, actually, you? let's just get let's just get granular with the technology. The web, the the ring cam. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That I have now and every that I use for my kids. If I would have had that technology back in the day, I would have used it to my advantage. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, okay. You know, sometimes I used to run around this house trying to find a window that I could smoke a Newport outside. Of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to tiptoe, tiptoe around this fucking crib as like a high schooler see where my dad is not because he never is sleeping just to find a window to smoke a cigarette out of back in the day but if i had the camera on my app then i would have been like okay my my dad's in this room my mom's in that room so i'll smoke out of my bedroom and nobody will smell it you know it would have been more strategic and less getting caught is what i'm saying i guess and what's something from back in the day that you wish that's no longer exists that you could bring to now you know what innocence Mm. This, that's why this is the MOP. 
That's why I, I can't even. I, I'm done. Just drop the mic right there. I'm done. I can't. After this question, that's why she was the first. Now she's gonna be the only because that was. <laughs> she's got schooled on everything. Like she just dropped it on us. I have to tell you something right now, and we didn't say anything because we were. It was flowing. Out. Like these questions, these same questions. When you ask it to a guy, you are going to get completely different. And these are honest questions. These are your honest questions. These were. This is nothing. We didn't coerce you to say anything. We didn't. You know, just honestly. no. You did it. Yeah. Right, but the way that these questions except get question answered, four, PS, yeah, <laughs> the height one or whatever that was. But in reality, like the way that people even look at these questions when you ask these questions, that's why I say interpret it any way that you want to. Just how profound your answers were, as far as the sometimes like how maybe some type of visceral or simplistic guys. <laughs> answers maybe <laughs> oh damn son I, so I appreciate you know, it no but innocence is a, that's perfect uh, as a dad as parents don't you like cherish and treasure when you see that innocence in your yes. kids right yes. it's like so pure and uninterrupted yeah. and just untainted and you're like the kid hold on to this for as long, as, long as you as possibly you can, can. Oof, yeah. you, you have no idea what's coming you have no idea I wish I, yeah. I thought I was going to like be, yeah, like the Goonies, like when I still believe where the Goonies were. Like I was going to like still be able to do that. They were going to leave, but when I really had another tunnel that they didn't see, you know what I mean? And we were going to move in there, start playing basketball, you know what I mean? It's gonna, the neighborhood is going to change. In my world, it was like, I'm going to grow up to be the Babysitter's Club. Do you remember that book? That's yeah. dope. Yeah. That's dope. Like, that yes. Oh my friends, we're just going to babysit children all day. And we're gonna go shopping and like wear nice clothes, and that's life, you know. And here we are. We got clothes. We got clothes. Y'all got clothes. Y'all got clothes. Yeah, <laughs> you still kind of babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> you still are kind of babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you did it. <laughs> all right. That's a perfect way to end this segment. We'll be right. Thank you. Thank you, P. You're such a visionary. I, I, to me that I am living the life. Thank you. I am. Live it. So people dream it. We live it. <laughs> Unpause person of the week. Well, there you have it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being for unpause yourself with us this week Rachel thank you we appreciate it it's been this has been a ball this has been way so much fun so much better than anything else but um we want to thank you please give your socials where can they reach you any upcoming projects yeah please follow me at Rachel La Loca R-A-C-H-E-L not A-E-L I'm not that Jewish it's R-A-C-H-E-L La Loca <laughs> um on all the socials and watch out for the Rizzle TV Hilarious is coming also watch out for the Latinos Out Loud podcast. We got some really big stuff that we're working on for the next few weeks. So keep it locked. And shout out to y'all and all the other Latino podcasters out there as well. And thank you for having me on your very special show. Oh, thank you. I know it's special now because you're here. I appreciate you. I know your time is precious and you're a person that's doing so many things. If you'd have taken this much time for even for us, I like I'm grateful. You know, you already know, sis. I love it. This has been therapeutic as they say. Okay. Like <laughs> This has been so needed. Uh, it's always nice to talk to adults, you know. Right, I, I right. Don't do that. Um, and then to talk to my my bros, man. Like here we are. We're just. I'm not really looking at this as an interview. It's just yeah. we're catching just up, we're chilling, out. having yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. 
That's great. Well, with that, this has been another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We were blessed with Rachel La Loca. <laughs> we are not licensed or insured. <laughs> <laughs> we have been your hosts. It has been me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka Ed Modifoca. And me, Rachel La Loca. Hello. And I am the 16th letter, P. Now, to quote the great Robert Byrd, who once said, listen, if you ever find yourself alone in this world, remember, you always have us. Biker boys ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. On this show, we show no mercy. Strike first, strike, strike hard. hard. Until next time. Vaya con Dios, mi gente. Yeah! Go. Here we go. Bye, <laughs> Cheesy.